Listener Production. Hello and welcome to Willow Talk. Adam Peacock here. Hope you're all well as the Men's One Day World Cup is just days away. The Aussies have completed the one warm-up game against the Dutch. They've got to play Pakistan now tomorrow night before their campaign begins on Sunday against India in Chennai. And we'll have a full World Cup preview episode for you on Thursday. A complete analysis of the Aussie squad, the big players to watch, the matches we're excited about, and of course our predictions. That comes out on Thursday, so look out for that on the Listener app or wherever you get your podcast and listen to Willow Talk. Now, on today's episode, you're going to hear a chat I had with Aussie fast bowler Josh Hazelwood before he left for the World Cup. We talk about what to expect in India, bowling to Virat Kohli, reflecting on the ashes in England, where his career is at after years of injuries, and a look ahead to the end of summer when the Aussies travel to New Zealand for some test cricket for the first time since 2016. Here's the big hoff. Josh Hazelwood. Well, Josh, World Cup on the horizon all of a sudden. Everything's on the horizon all of a sudden <laughs> with cricket because everything goes so quickly. But what's it to you? What's it inside your head about what it's going to be like on those decks in front of those crowds? Yeah, uh, anytime you go to India, it's um, something else that's passionate. There's crowds everywhere. There's fuss about everything. So for World Cup, you can only imagine what it's going to be like. Everything will be sold out, you know, months ahead. I mean, just playing cricket in India is just—it's just something different. It's hard to describe to people who haven't been there, and you see what you see on TV. But it's yeah, it's next level. Yeah, for someone like yourself, laid-back country boy, <laughs> grew up with sounds like this in the backyard all the time <laughs> with magpies going off and and the like, as opposed to getting over there and it's just mayhem. It's rock star mayhem. Does it go against everything that deep down <laughs> you enjoy, or is it something that you actually do appreciate and, and uh, like? I think I appreciate it for a few weeks and then it sort of can get a bit much as, as time goes on. And I think a few of the Aussie players, you know, feel the same. After, you know, a couple of weeks, a couple of months in India, then it sort of things start to wear a bit on you. But I think you just realise how passionate they are. They just love cricket. Can't imagine the Indian players, how they go about it for 12 months a year. But, mm. yeah, it's just so passionate. What's the most batshit crazy thing you've seen in your time there at the IPL? In terms of that, <laughs> you know, you, you had to tell stories of... MS Dhoni and wherever he goes, he's yeah. like a god and things yeah. like that. Just where fans are on the verge of their heads exploding because they see a cricketer or, you know. I think, you know, the last two years I played IPL with Bangalore and that's Virat, Virat Kohli's team. So sort of see firsthand what he puts up with, you know, day in, day out. And I think, you know, there's one morning we were both in the lift going to breakfast at whatever time and as soon as the lift sort of opened about three centimetres, they saw him. There was about 50 people in the lobby. They all just sprinted over and the security guards sort of had to form a circle around him just to try and protect him. I thought it was great because I just walked straight to Brecky. <laughs> <laughs> no one knew about me. But yeah, it's just sort of little things like that all day, every day for people like that is just crazy. You didn't get in the circle though? <laughs> no, no, definitely not. <laughs> Safe for outside. Quick one. Yeah, true, true. Uh, because I've heard stories how he, he, he has to go to the gym at weird hours and they have to close down the gym. <clears> so <throat> he goes in there. So yeah. no randoms who are happen to be staying in the hotel, it's the same thing. So yeah, it's, it's that mad, stuff is Stuff like that all the time, yeah. Crazy. Weird. Crazy. Weird, isn't it? Far out. What about bowling to him? What's that like? Yeah, it's challenging. Challenging, especially, you know, if we're talking World Cup, we're talking ODI cricket, you have a look through his numbers, uh, they're pretty special. Hmm. He's probably the best player of all time in, in ODI cricket, really. In particular, I think, you know, when they're chasing. So it's just a... You really got to be on from ball one. I know it's all the cliches about you know the, the spots of bowl is so small. There's so much, there's so little room for for error and all that sort of stuff. And yeah, it's just all true. He's just such a good player. So got to be on your game. What's the key to white ball bowling in India? 
Yeah, I actually haven't played a, a lot of ODI cricket in mm. India. You know, I've missed tours here and there or been rested, been injured. But um, we've had a little bit of success there. You know, in the last few tours, you know, our team, we've played a lot of cricket in India and, and a lot of white ball, probably more T20 than one days. But conditions are so natural to us now. We play a lot there. Not a, not a lot changes compared mm. to Australia. You know, the wickets are probably a little flatter, a little lower. The scores can be a little bit higher, but you, you don't change too much. Been a weird couple of years for you, getting your body mm. right. Yeah. Has it been tougher physically getting back or mentally going through the process? It's both a big challenge, obviously. Yeah, they're, they're both a big challenge. I, <laughs> when I look back, I've ne- I haven't missed a lot of weeks of bowling, if that makes sense. I've missed very important timings, I think. I've been injured in the first test of the last couple of summers. Hmm. And, you know, I've really only missed three or four weeks of bowling out of the 12 months. But, you know, they've been, that's when home tests have been on. Hmm. So it's a... Yeah, it's been hard to get my head around a little bit in that regard, but just coming off the back of England, the body feels in good shape and played four out of the six test matches there, which was great. And hopefully that's just another step back to, to where I was beforehand. Yeah, are you in the position where you could play back-to-back-to-back-to-back test matches now? Because it's yeah. always a bit of a worry. We heard with the Ashes that there was the rotation policy in, couldn't go back-to-back because of the tight turnarounds, yeah. but not a problem at the moment. No, it feels like... a. I got through pretty well. The game I rested, you know, the third test, I was, I was ready to go. And it was probably good it was taken out of my hands because it was pretty, I guess you're in the emotion of it all and you're, and you're ready to go and you feel comfortable to play again. But it was probably the right thing to sit it out and, and yeah. then focus on the last two games. But, yeah, I feel, feel as ready as I you know, was beforehand. And, I mean, it all depends, again, how much you bowl in those test matches. But, yeah, as far as anything else goes, it feels good. That whole series felt like a bit of an outlier in terms of <laughs> – the norm yes and it's always pushed to the edge in an Ashes series but yeah. was that like outside what you'd experienced before yeah I think it was like we, we saw it as a good challenge it was something mm. different we haven't really come up against you know batting like that before and the biggest surprise was you know how little the wickets did they were quite flat mm. quite low and slow and didn't really feel like you could get that carry through to the keeper a lot of the time so we sort of adapted on the run and wasn't typical English conditions I don't think and Probably saw that how long it took them to bowl us out twice a lot of the time and how quickly they scored off us. So things happen pretty quick when we're out in the field, but uh, I found it a good challenge and yeah, I enjoyed it. You know what Bazball is now? <laughs> or you still we confused? On, we saw it on occasion. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, Nathan Lyon tells a story of how much you love Bazball, a uh, uh, declaration on yes, day one of the. <laughs> yes. Well, that was probably one thing that got me through the four test matches. Um, I think we took, or we had the option to take the second new ball, I think, once out of all the innings of, yeah. of the five tests. So. They score their runs at a clip and obviously that means that we're not out there for as long. But it's quite intense when you're out there. But mm. I think, you know, once you come off and you've only bowled 60, 70 overs, it's a lot different to just slogging it out in the heat over 120, 130 overs. Can you see that style of cricket taking over the way everyone plays test cricket? I think it'll, it'll find a little niche where, you know, when you're on top, two batters are in the wicket's good. I think that sort of stroke play will happen. And then there's other times where the wicket's doing a bit more, the ball's new let's just rein it back in a bit and get through this period. So I think it'll, there'll still be a bit of both. Mm. So I think if you put our batting with their batting and, and find that little middle period, I think it'll be, yeah, that's probably the norm going forward. Are you a milestone guy? Uh, wickets no. taken and no, all that? No, not really, no, no. Do you know off the top of your head how many test wickets you're on? Uh, maybe 230-odd, maybe. 300? Is that a, um, does that mean anything to you, that number, at all? No, not really. I think I just... I think the more you look ahead, I think, you know, the more you're not where you are at the moment. So yeah. every time I've seen to look ahead, I've 
been injured or something happens or you don't bowl very well in that spell and everyone's um, interchangeable. So as soon as you make a mistake or don't bowl well for a couple of games, you sort mm. of spots on the line in the Australian team and, yeah, 300 will be a long way off then. Yeah. <laughs> well, Gaz had in his head, like we all did, I think, when's, when's the 500th coming? Yeah. Then his calf exploded. So. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so um, you can't get ahead of yourself in this game. I think he was um, – was it the 400th wicket? Took forever as well for Gaza, I yep, think. here yeah. in Australia that And then summer. he went from 400 to 440 in about 10 minutes. But, <laughs> yeah, to get that last time, I think, you know, if you start thinking about milestones, they just they don't happen. <laughs> With the four of you, and I say the four of you, Cummins, Stark, Hazelwood, yep. Lyon, kind of rolls off the tongue. Yeah. Those four, what's that – era been like for you I'm not saying it's oh, I'm not trying to end this by the way it's, <laughs> it's got a few more years left don't worry but yeah. what what does it mean to you because I, I don't think it's fully appreciated yet yeah and it probably won't be appreciated until one or two of you are done I think it's the same with you know if you look back when it was McGrath Gillespie Lee and Warren probably wasn't appreciated when it was happening either and then you know once they finished you think wow that were, that were pretty good so <laughs> I'm not saying we're anywhere near that but um yeah there's a nice little one I think Adelaide was it Adelaide or Perth last year when all four had 200 wickets mm-hmm. in the same attack and that was the first time that had ever happened, which really surprised me, first of all, because I thought those other guys would have yeah. done it years ago, all the West Indians back then. But that was a nice little milestone, I guess, that you look at more of a team within a team one rather than individuals. So, yeah, we played a lot of cricket together and enjoyed each other's company and success. So, it's um, mm. yeah, it's nice. And not saying that others, other great partnerships, bowling partnerships, haven't been really good mates, but... I get the feeling you you guys are really good mates. Yeah, yeah, it feels that way. We hmm. probably spend too much time with each other sometimes, <laughs> but um, you know, when you, I think the feeling of you know when you take twenty wickets together, you know, a number of times, and you walk off the field hmm. winning a game of cricket as a sort of four bowls together, it's pretty special. At what point do you get in your career? And again, I'm not trying to end anything here, <laughs> but what point do you get in your career where it drops into your head? Okay, well, what does life look like without cricket? once it's done is is that dropped into your head yet or uh not really no i think we got a little taste of it during the first lockdown in covid i think mm. in sydney we we didn't have a tour for which for about three months which is forever for us and um you know we're just flying around home playing a bit of golf a bit of training and no real commitments couldn't go see anyone it was mm. a nice little peek into retirement and I enjoyed it. It was good. <laughs> That's not real life, mate. <laughs> Once cricket's done, you'll actually... Oh, it depends how many times you go back to the IPL, though. That's right. That's right. <laughs> how many extensions you can put on the house. Yeah, well, I think that's obviously the, the little... You know, at the end, you've got those T20 franchise leagues around the world, which mm. it feels like, you know, you see guys doing it now and you think, geez, you're busier than what I am almost. Mm. So you sort of got to pick and choose, hopefully, if you're in that position and sort of just taper off at the end. Yeah. Can you see yourself back on a farm? I mean, Pat's a farmer. <laughs> That's a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to see his boots, how clean they are. Um, Brand new RMs, I think. That's right. That's right. Uh, oh, I don't think on a farm, but yeah, um, yeah it'll be a pretty relaxed lifestyle, I think. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. You don't get ahead of yourself, do you? you no. Nah, do really. you get stressed before you play? No, nah, there's, a, there's a couple of games here and there when, you know, you think like a World Cup final in the UAE or something like that that mm. pops its head up and you get a few nerves going and the and the blood starts to boil, but it's, um, yeah, those moments are good. And then, you know, a lot of the time, if you if you stress too much, you'll hmm. yeah, give yourself a heart attack. <laughs> yeah, that's not a good thing, Josh. Um, what about mid-spell? If you're copping some tap, do you start to stress then or do you just strip it back um, to...? Yeah, I think you go back to your your basics, but hmm. often just look at Paddy and say, I think it's your turn to bowl. <laughs> Have a rest and come back after a wicket or something. But <laughs> yeah. Well, now he's making that decision. How do you reckon Pat's adjusted to life as a captain? 
Yeah, pretty good. Pretty mm. good. I mean, it's a, it's a daunting job when you look at it, but I think he's sort of broken it down to to what it is and he treats it that way and I think he's he's dealing with it pretty well. England was probably the first time when he was or he was probably under the most pressure in a way mm. Ashes series and I mean we got off to such a flyer and then sort of plotted out a little bit but it was always there's always those moments in Ashes and in test matches when you're not on top and mm. he was always very calm to talk to out in the field and very calculated still so yeah it was no issue. Could you do it be a captain as a frontline bowler as well? I've done one game mm. one game here uh, an ODI but I think full-time test captains are it's too much for me, I think. It's too much off-the-field dramas that they have to deal with. So. Like <laughs> talking into microphones? and <laughs> On the field, no stress, but off the field, yeah. Fair enough. After the summer, New Zealand. Yep. So I'm guessing that someone like yourself doesn't mind those conditions, but it's been a while over there. Yeah, it seems a long time ago. When was that? Like 2016 or Boom. before that? 2016. Yep. Geez, you cricketers have good memories. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I remember it because Starkey was injured from something with his foot. And yep. uh, and Paddy wasn't back from injury yet either, so went over by myself with Nath. But yeah, New Zealand's great. I mean, sort of a it's a bit of a bowl first sort of scenario mm. over there a lot of the time. You get a lot out of the wickets day one and two, and then it sort of doesn't really break up over there. So you can score big runs late. But New Zealand are always they're a tough opposition wherever you play them. So it's always a it's always a good fun battle against the Kiwis. Is Kane Williamson on the level of a, a Virat Kohli in the sense that you don't feel totally in control yeah. when he's uh, <laughs> when he's seeing them well yeah yeah he's he's in that top sort of echelon of, of batters if he was Indian I'm sure he'd get the same fanfare as as mm. we're at but he sort of sneaks under the radar a bit being a Kiwi but sort of a slow death with Kane in test cricket he'll he'll just just wear you down a bit like Pujara just all day all day and just keep and the next minute he's on 170 180 so yeah it's a good defense it's probably pretty much the best defense in the in test cricket almost so yeah it's hard work so he grinds players down. Flip side is a player like David Warner, who's entering his last summer as an Australian yeah. test player. Mm. Got a Davy Warner story that pops into your head pretty simply uh, for you? Nothing really. He's sort of taken on the role of team manager lately. He's, team manager? Um, well, not team manager, but just organising everything. He organises golf, he organises dinners. He tries to, He's very busy off the field at the moment, so it might be step into the next... Steve post, Bernard type thing. <laughs> Post-career. <Yeah. laughs> Maybe, who knows? Yeah, but is that... Everyone okay with that? Just following direction oh, yeah. from Davey? Oh, well, I think it's, it means you don't have to do it. So <laughs> it's usually a nice golf course, so you just turn up and play and Davey yeah. organise it. So it's good. Were you on that golf tour mid-Ashes tour? Were you on that? I was, yeah. Yeah, yeah I heard, we was, heard about that. That was very good, yeah. Like a few of the family <laughs> guys who went, you know, to different ports with yeah. their loved ones yeah. got back and it was like, oh, you had a good time, did you? Yeah. Thanks a lot for... It was a, quite a few guys. I'd say there was four or five who... Really wanted to be there and just couldn't couldn't make it, so <laughs> we didn't rub it in at all. Yeah. No, <laughs> no. Where'd you go? We went up to Scotland. Yep. For for a few rounds of golf, uh, all around sort of Inverness area, so quite a long way up. Royal Dornock, Castle Stewart, Skibo Castle were the three, and they were yeah, they were very very good. Who won? I think myself and Marcus Harris got the got the chocolate. Oh, you're playing as pairs? Yeah, yeah. We sort of paired up, and we're playing our own ball as well, but pairs okay. against Victoria and Marsh, so. Yeah, Harris was uh, Harris was very good. If you all went to Augusta and played four rounds, who'd end up with a green jacket? I think Vittorio would. Yeah? Yeah, he's he's sneaky. Yeah. Yeah. Sneaky golfer. He's a Kiwi, so he can't win. <laughs> what about if he's an Australian? <laughs> you mean overall out of us four? Uh, no, out of the, the whole out playing. Out of the group. whole team. Um, the lowest handicap would be Maxi or, or Davey. Mm-hmm. A few coaches are good too. Ronnie's Ronnie the coach is a good golfer. Yep. Moses Enriques, if he was there, he'd 
he'd win it. Yeah, whoever, whoever plays, we've all got different handicaps, so whoever plays, mm. whoever plays well on the day usually gets it. Well, mate, you've got no time for golf over the next six months. It's too much cricket, so I'm sure you'll find. That's what I thought last few months. <laughs> but you, you, last one, how pumped are you for the impending? Like, it's a busy, busy. There's, there's no yeah. such time as a quiet time in the world cricket calendar yeah. these days. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but <laughs> what you look ahead for the next nine months, it's, it's pretty yeah. exciting. Yeah, again, it always feels like that. It always is something coming up next next month, six months, nine months. It's always just a full schedule, so... It's always a game of cricket to be played. Mm, all good. Thanks, mate. Thanks. Cheers.